time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. It's Thursday, February 2nd. Happy you could join us today. The intraday gold chart tells us all we need to know about the message conveyed by Jay Powell at the post-FOMC policy meeting press conference yesterday. The yellow dog gyrated between $1,938 and $1,948 overnight and most of the day Wednesday. But gold fired up its rocket engines when the FOMC policy statement was released and did a moonshot during Jay Powell's presser, soaring from 1940 to 1970. Silver similarly shot up from $23.60 to $24.20. The Mining Stock Journal said that if it is reading the tea leaves correctly, gold will be over 2000 by the end of February, if not before, and silver should finally hold above $24 and move higher from there. Unless the Fed's talking heads rev up the hawkish message in the coming weeks, it's clear the Fed has shifted its stance on monetary policy in an effort to prevent an economic collapse. In this asset bubble reflation scenario, the precious metal sector will outperform all other asset classes, as evidenced by the fact that GDX outperformed the Dow and SPX over a country mile during and after the FOMC and J. Powell Circus. The Mining Stock Journal noted that in an asset bubble reflation scenario, silver will outperform gold, the mining stocks will outperform silver, and the junior microcap exploration stocks will outperform the entire sector. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first, a word from today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper Company. Arizona Sonoran is an early-stage copper developer and explorer of the Cactus Mine and its satellite project, Park Salier, both situated on a four-kilometer mine trend on private land in Arizona's Porphyry Copper District. Opportunity for significant growth and scale exists along the mine trend, while future CapEx requirements outlined in the Cactus PEA benefit from significant on-site and nearby access to infrastructure. The company is led by an executive management team and board which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America. For more information, please visit ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Goldshore Resources announced assay results from its ongoing 100,000-meter drill program at the Moss Lake Project in northwest Ontario. Hole 63 has confirmed the presence of high-grade mineralization within the previously perceived low-grade and low-tonnage southwest zone and shown the zone to be almost 300 meters wide. Results from Hole 63 included 1.6 grams per ton gold over 57.5 meters, which included a 7.5 meter interval at 234 meters depth of 9.46 grams per ton gold. Results for 13 holes drilled to explore the northern and southern flanks of the mineralized shear zone system in the main zone have expanded the cumulative width of multiple close space high-grade gold shears by 150 to 200 meters to over 550 meters at the main zone with best intercepts 
of 0.93 grams per ton gold over 126 meters and 3.67 grams per ton over 13.65 meters. The company says these results once again support their thesis that the size and scale of the Moss Lake Gold Project will be large enough to support a material and meaningful update to the mineral resource estimate in April. Cultural Resources trades on the TSXV with GSHR and on the OTCQB with GSHRF. 10-1 Resources announced it has completed its Phase 1 drill program at the Great Pyramid Tin Project in Tasmania. A total of 4,687 meters were completed and data compilation and modeling are underway. The program has been successful in continuing to define significant tin mineralization near surface at depth and adjacent to historical drilling. The 2022 program was designed to obtain grade and continuity data utilizing modern drill and analytical techniques and to test a large-scale IP chargeability anomaly adjacent to the historic resource. In addition, the program successfully defined significant mineralization at depth below the historical resource estimate in the area of sparse historical drilling. 10-1 trades on the Venture Exchange with TORC and on the OTCQB with TORCF. Alamos Gold reported new results from ongoing surface exploration drilling at Puerto del Are, or PDA, further extending high-grade gold mineralization outside of mineral reserves and resources. PDA is a high-grade underground deposit adjacent to the main Mulatos pit and is comprised of five zones. Results included 33.4 grams per ton gold over 20, just under 26 meters, 67.5 grams per ton over 3.25 meters, and 18.3 grams per ton over 6.2 meters. These results have extended gold mineralization within a 200-meter gap between the mineral reserves and resources at PDA Zones 1 and 2. The company says they expect these results to drive a significant increase in mineral reserves in their year-end update to be released later this month. Alamos Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE with AGI. Minto Metals reported new drill results from its recently completed 2022 exploration drilling program at Minto North, which is part of the Minto Mine, located in Yukon. Results reported today included 1.91% copper over 34.5 meters, which also had a 10-meter interval of 4.8% copper. Another hole returned 1.71% copper over 20 meters and included an 11-meter interval of 2.43%. The company completed 28,500 meters from 53 drill holes of exploration in 2022, and currently the company is awaiting QA, QC reports, and final assay results from the assay lab for portions of 28 additional holes. The company is planning an aggressive resource growth and discovery drill program for this year and will provide guidance following board approval in the coming weeks. Mento Metals trades on the TSXV with MNTO. And sticking with Yukon, Western Copper and Gold shared the results of an updated study on the potential economic impact of the development of its wholly owned casino copper gold project. Highlighted in the report, the casino project is estimated to contribute $44.3 billion to Canada's 
gross domestic product, create 132,280 full-time equivalent positions, and generate $12.8 billion in wages and salaries over the entire life of the project. During each of its 27 years of operation, the casino project is expected to contribute $1.3 billion to Yukon's economy. Operation of the mine is estimated to contribute $1.5 billion to Canada's GDP annually while creating 3,800 full-time equivalent positions and generating $391 million in wages and salaries across Canada. The casino project is also expected to generate $11.2 billion in taxes and royalties to various governments during the life of mine. Western Copper and Gold Trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. That's a wrap for us here this morning and this week on the Morning Briefing. We'll be back later today with a lot more corporate updates, so stay tuned. Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Till later today, have a wonderful day. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.